This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning, San Monani. Uh, this is the Konza Show Wednesday. My name is Rory. Uh, as you know, if you listen to us regularly, uh, Andrew's supposed to be here. Uh, but it's the third week the guy's missing in action. He is out and about in the United States of America. Um, I believe he'll be back next week. So we're looking forward to that. Yo, Andrew, uh, get your butt back here. We, we, we miss you, man. We miss you. Um, so today we're speaking, who's your daddy? Uh, we're speaking about fatherlessness. Um, amongst this generation. It's going to be an interesting show. Uh, we speak to the host of Utatako. Um, that's, that's a show, um, on DSTV. Interesting show. So they, <clears throat> I don't know how many of you would, would survive it, but, uh, they go out looking for, 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 for dads. So if, if you, if you don't have, a, you don't know who your dad is, um, you go on to Utatako, they go and they look for, they look for, uh, him. And then they confront him. It's like Jerry Springer. It's a Jerry Springer type uh, approach. So they approach him and then there'll be tests. And then uh, in the midst of that might be a scandal about your mother. Very, very interesting stuff. But we also look at the serious side of this and the impact that fatherlessness has on, on, on our generation. What kind of a generation are we? What type of parents are we as, are we going to be? Um, we, we, we look at, we look at whether the single mothers can really do it. So we know they do it. Um, and we know that it's, it's, it's a, it, well, it, it's a brave and, 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 honorable job that they do um but the question is are they are they any good at it and and does does a child who grows up um in a single in a single mother household for example um grow up to be equal uh to 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 a child who's grown up in a family that has a dad it would also be interesting just to to find out how uh single fathers do out there so we have we have a range of people coming on um and the first one is actually somebody who produces the show um her name is Lerato Molubatsi I thought let's get let's get some 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 background and perspective uh on this and let's and let's find out uh let's find out what this is all about Lerato good morning morning Rory how are you I'm good how are you I'm super so 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 tell me uh, you say you only met your dad um, when you were 17? Yep. I grew up fatherless for that time. You grew up fatherless. Yeah. Did, could you, did, did you, did you know that your dad was around somewhere or, you know, how was it spoken about in the family? Um, it was never spoken about until my younger sister. So my sister and I shared different fathers and they both left my mom the same way, you know. And my younger sister always asked, like, Mama, I want to meet my dad. Who's my dad? And every time my mom would be like, oh, you want to know your dad? And then she'd laugh, you know. And then one time she was like, eh, Yes, so 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 he got yeah. he, he got run over by a train. <laughs> yeah, so we had this mentality that, oh, we don't have a dad because, oh, he did, you know. Mm. But then later on when I started, like, getting wise and stuff, I learned that my father was actually... A neighbor's close friend, and he was always around my hood, but I just didn't know that we were father and daughter. Mm. And and so, and how 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 did that how did that come up? How, you know, at which point did you start saying, "Okay, I'm going to look for this guy," or "I'm going to find information"? What what happened? Take us to that moment. 
Well, I wasn't looking for him because I had that thing in my head that I don't have a father, you know. Mm. I had accepted it. So one time um, I was part of a study, a medical study with this university, and they needed both paternal parents to come and do DNA tests. Wow. So I think my mom found it easier to do it that way and say, this is your father, you know. Mm. And from that day on, I was like, damn it. Yo, okay, this is quite a huge and I learned after that I actually went to Crich, um to preschool with my siblings. Oh, and you didn't and know they were siblings? Know yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And, and and how do you think this has affected you? Do, do, did you feel um, growing up that there was a it was a different experience to those that had that came from families with dads? It was a difficult experience, you know, because I looked at my uncles as fathers, but it still left that empty space, you know, because. There are relationships between children and fathers, and then there's relationships between children and father figures, and they're two completely different things. And I learned that, like, after I met my dad, when we started building a relationship, you know, it was really difficult growing up, because I'd wish, like, on Father's Day, I'd think to myself, okay, maybe I need to, like, make my uncle a, a Father's Day card, and what I'm going to say to him, he's the best kid. But he wasn't there most of the time, you know. He'd be there around family family gatherings and stuff, you know. But he wasn't the person I'd actually say, Baba, I need this, that I need that, you know. My mom was the father figure and the mother figure at the same time. I had accepted, but at the same time, I had that emptiness. And I always felt angry at the world that, why am I one of those kids without fathers? You know, why, what happened to me? What am I doing wrong that... I don't deserve to be with a father. Okay, so Lerato, we, we, we're we're going to come back to you uh, towards the okay. end of the show. Uh, last question: you, You're a parent, right? Yes. And uh, and and is the father of the child involved in your child's life? He's present. Yes. He's present. Um, yes. How has that impacted your parenting? Your experience of growing up uh, without your father around. Um, you know, the thing is, I think if I hadn't thought to make him or allow him to build a relationship with his daughter, my daughter would be in the same position as I was because we're not together anymore. But I can see that she also feels that emptiness that I wish my parents were together. Yeah. And he, she only sees him like once or twice a month. Mm. So she has that thing missing, but she does have a really great relationship. And I felt it was my responsibility to actually pull that. So I'm not in the same position as... I mean, she's not in the same position as I was when I was a child. Okay, well, we'll come back to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I just wanted to, I wanted somebody with the real life experience to just give us that context um, as as we move on. Right now, I want us to move on to Nimrod Nkosi. Uh, Nimrod, Nimrod is, uh, is, is the host of Utatako um, on DSTV. Um, and as I said at the beginning of the show, this is a show that uh, goes out in search or helps, helps uh, children who don't know their dads to go out out and search for their dads. Uh, good morning, Nimrod. Hello. Hi, Nimrod. Yeah, hi. Hey, so, so th- thank you for joining us, Nimrod. Uh, welcome to the Konza Show. This is Rory speaking. Um, yes, uh, so, so we're discussing this. The this, this, this show title is Who's Your Daddy? The Fatherless Generation. And you're on Utatako. Can you just uh, give us a sense of what is Utatako for, for, for the listeners who don't know about it? Well, uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, thank you. 
the show that I'm hosting is um, primarily about people trying to find their biological fathers or a sense of belonging. Uh, a DNA test uh, is, is is done to 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 ascertain that whether or not someone is. Uh, their father. So that's really the crux of what the show does. So you fight, you you help them track down their fathers, and then you you conduct a DNA test, and then and then you present it. Yes, yes, uh, that's what we do. So a person will call us and and say, you know, either there's a family dispute, or someone doesn't uh, uh, acknowledge or take responsibility of of being their father. Or uh, there's been a certain secret in the family that has kept them from knowing their biological father, and they will call our show, and our research team would go then and 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 and, and track those people down so that uh, they get the merit uh, of the story from everyone involved. And um, then the second thing to do would be a DNA test. Uh, from there on, uh, there will be results given to them, whether or not that particular person. Is their dad now, Nimrod? You're a veteran of the television industry, and um, you 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 seem to always have been thoughtful about uh, the gigs that you take on. And I can yes. imagine when this came up, it was also uh, something you thought about. Why did you feel like this was something to attach the Nimrod Gosi brand to, uh, knowing that you don't just take uh, anything? Uh, I'm very passionate uh, about the family unit, uh, and I'm very passionate about uh, black men and young black men as well. That is not to say that I'm not passionate about uh, uh, women folk as well. So I, I, I mentor young men, and um, I try together with the guys that I work with to um, teach them about responsibility when it comes to their life, uh, to the life they bring uh, in this world, and and how, how, how vital it is that the family family nucleus is kept together and is kept healthy because that then breeds a good community and it breeds young people that can be active in a society and generally in our country. So when you have such things as absent fathers or fathers who are derelict in their duties, you create dysfunctional uh, young men. You'll find that the young men that I, I work with in prisons, they are there not because really of anything but because they had no sense of leadership from their fathers as well can you, you know, or father you, you, abandoned them you, you speak about the sense of leadership what is it exactly and and are you saying that uh, children who grow up in single mother households don't have that what, what is it specifically that a father so there is parenting which a yeah. man or a woman can do but of then course. there's a specific role of the father what is the specific role of the father that 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 can't be uh, you know, it can't be copied essentially by, yeah. by a woman. Absolutely, you, you're correct. Women can um, can 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 parent as well, but we appreciate the the different influences that one gets from a mother and one gets from a dad. For example, the case that we've just finished, you have a mother who's um, taking care of uh, her son. Her son is 23 years old, and. He grew up not knowing his father, so he found our show. And no matter how much uh, the mom has done, and admirably so, there's always that lacking thing that a boy needs from their father. 
And, you know, it was not that he was ungrateful that the mother raised him, but the absence of the father, uh, the guy who will give you your values, uh, you know, uh, the guy who will tell you about life and ultimately how to be a good man to a woman or to a next person. Uh, you know, um, leadership in terms of uh, whatever you want to be in this world, that influence that you get from your father when he's absent, uh, some uh, people, the majority of them, uh, feel a, a bit lost or there's a vacuum that cannot be filled, uh, no matter how much uh, or the mom uh, tries. So that sense of leadership, that sense of, uh, of, of, of protection, of direction as well, that sense of value, as well, a sense of importance in the family, in the community, and in the country as well. So, so in essence, you're saying you, you can only learn how to be a man from another man? Absolutely. Uh, you know, ideally, that's, that's how it's, it's supposed to be. I mean, when you look at young men going for a rite of passage, uh, you know, they, they get that from their, from their dads. Their dads are supposed to tell them, really, this is the way that a man is supposed to act. This is the way that a man is supposed to uphold his name, his character, his integrity. You learn that from your menfolk, you know. That is not to say that women are incapable or parents uh, or homes that are run by mothers or single mothers, you know, uh, are incapable of doing that. But for a man, it's very detrimental to have a present father, even if your mom and your dad are not staying together. But to be present in your, in your son's life, in your child's life, is very, very important. Nimrod, you, you spoke about uh, the role of black men in particular, and, and your show uh, focuses on black men and black families mostly. Uh, are you guys just not getting any white, white, white people looking for their dads, or do you think this is a problem that is specifically uh, rife in the black community? Um, you know, a- anyone is, is, is more than welcome uh, to, to call the show, first of all. You know, if you need uh, help, anyone is, is, is okay to, to, to get onto the show. The majority of the people that call us um, come from the black community, you know. Um, and unfortunately, that, that's what we have to go with. But it is open for anyone to come to the show, whether or not that is indicative of the... Uh, you know, the frailty of the, 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 the black families when it comes to such issues, uh, that is another issue, perhaps. Do you, do you think that there's a specific issue, though, uh, in the black community around fathers? Um, and, mm. and, 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 and what is it exactly? Uh, you see that a lot of people, when they're searching for their dads on shows like yours, uh, they say they want umsebenzi done for them mm. and so on. What, mm. what is the impact of, of not having uh, knowledge of your biological father to a black person? Well, it's a sense of identity. You know, everyone wants to, to know the source. You know, it's a sense of identity. It's a sense of belonging. It's a sense of structure. You know, uh, that's what you find. Some, some people just want to know where they come from, you know, um, and especially in our community. That is very, very important. It, it's like uh, even if a guy says, you know, the child is not mine, knowing that the child is there, they must do what they call in Shaulu to recognize how that is an abomination to say a human being that you brought into this world is not yours. Mm. You know, how that is frowned upon by, by our culture. So worse is the situation where a person abandons the, the child or claims the child is not theirs, and then a DNA test comes. That on its own, this DNA test is foreign to our people. You know, that this should be resolved through this medium. It's also foreign to them and culturally embarrassing, but a necessary tool 
in order to bring closure uh, on the gap that has been left by the absence or the denial of, of, of that particular person. So in our community, men are regarded as leaders and they should take that part and not abandon their posts. So, you know, again, coming back to, to black men, Nimrod, is there a particular problem within the black community around uh, uh, fathers? Or, or would you say that this is just something that is uh, across the cultures? Or is there something specific um, about black culture that that, that results in this? Um, because it, it would seem, and, you know, looking at shows like yours, looking at shows like Kumbule Kaya and so on, the, the, the perception that's created is that this is a black problem. But is is it a black problem specifically looking at society more broadly or... Or is it just a is it just a problem that that exists across across the, the the cultural and racial divide? I would agree with you on the latter. It is a problem that goes you know throughout cultures, but specifically when one deals with the community they are from, you know you have to deal with that specific thing. The stereotypes that uh, black men are always abandoning their children, they're not taking responsibility. This is what we're trying to address as well on um, the work that I do to say that it is not okay for you to not for example, uh, paying maintenance for your child, but you're on Instagram and you're chilling with your friends and having uh, the most expensive whiskey while you're abandoning your role as the father and the leader of, of, of that family, you, you know. So I don't think it's a specifically specifically a, a, a black problem, but it is a problem in our society, and we're trying to come with means uh, in which we can address it. And how we do that with shows like these, uh, or, or with with organizations that we have now in our community to to nature the men and remind them of 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 their duty uh, to to family. Uh, Nimrod, we, we've got we've got listeners who are listening, um, you know, on on the app, uh, the the Cliff Central app, um, online www.cliffcentral.com, and on WeChat. And one of our WeChat listeners, Sally, says, uh, "Question for Nimrod: My ex from two years ago has a baby that looks like me. Two years ago, she hinted the baby may be mine, but now she says it's not. But the baby looks like me. I don't have money for a DNA test. What are my mm. rights?" Are you able to advise on that? Well, as far as the show is concerned, you know, you don't have to pay for a DNA test. If if you want to uh, be on that journey, what you do, you you would then call us uh, or, or go to Udatako website, uh, even on Facebook, Udatako, uh, and, and we will facilitate that for you. You know, there's no price that, that needs to be paid because... That is the, one of the fundamental stumbling blocks when it comes to our community. These tests are expensive when they're done privately, but through the show, you know, you get the benefit of, of, of not paying. Do you know what the typical cost of, of a DNA test is? Look, I cannot say specifically, but the last time I checked was around 3,000 rand. I, I stand to be corrected. Either it's 2,500 or 3,000 rand. It might have gone up. I do not know. Mm. And and are you finding are you finding that on the flip side... Um, uh women there are women who are and and based on just the number of shows you've done uh there are women who are using this uh this expense uh 
uh, as a means of of trying to get guys to just own up to things that they might not necessarily be responsible for. I know that in a recent show of yours, uh, the problem wasn't so much that the, the the father was not taking responsibility. It was simply the mother did not know who the father was, uh, mm. given given how many different people she was she was uh, kafafling with, uh, so to speak. Um, mm. <clears throat> so. How many times do you see the woman being, being, let's call it the problem in this in in those settings? Well, you know, it's it's fifty fifty. You know, you you find women that uh, either have forgotten who they've been with at a particular time. Um, you find that men who have just absconded. You know, but there are women uh, whose primary uh, primary motive is to get the guy to own oh, up. You know, to get to that point where a woman has to do this for you to own up is, is very sad. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It should be a natural thing to, 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 to take owners of your life as a man and, 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 and your duty, you know, to, to, to really uh, stand up, be a stand-up guy. For them to even approach the show to prove you wrong, I, I think it's, it's very sad. Very and yet again, sad. there are women, again, who... You know, guys felt that, you know, uh, this person is putting extra responsibility and the child is not mine. And they are vindicated in some instances as well. Um, so what are some of the main reasons uh, when you find these men? What are some of the main reasons that they say, um, this is why I couldn't, I couldn't take responsibility, I was unable to? So apart from the ones that... Uh, that that just decide to to disappear. What what, yeah. what are some of the main reasons why men are just uh, not taking taking responsibility? You know, you find sometimes um, he was never told that there is a child, so he did not know. Or uh, this person had an affair during our time, you know, and was affiliated with with another man, you know. So I I said, you know, when she got pregnant. I'm not sure that's my kid. So we go via this route. Um, that's fundamental, uh, you know, primarily those two reasons, you know, or I just left and I never thought this would catch up with me, you know. Mm. And now they find themselves with the, the person who was relentless in finding them and making them accountable. And uh, th- th- these kids that you that you that you then assist to find their dads, um, what would be your sense of uh, the impact? What do you see specifically? I mean, they, these are grown people by that stage, but mm. what do you see in their lives that that, that just is a theme across across them that you wouldn't that you'd say you wouldn't might not necessarily see in somebody who had that fulfillment of knowing who their dad is? Look, it's a sense of abandonment and frustration. You know, um, just being abandoned, you don't know where you belong, you don't, you don't know where your source is, and, and, and confusion, resentment, and anger as well. That's what, that's what we find. That's why we travel always with the clinical psychologist to help them through that as well. And, and why is this important, Nimrod? Why is that sense of knowing who might, you know, can't I just, you know, like, ah, get over it? And that's what a lot of people say, ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I can do this and so on. Why is it that important to know who your biological dad is? And in some cases, somebody else has taken the role of dad. Um, you know, when, when you're seeing these things, and particularly again in the black community where, you know, it becomes a very big thing about, you know, the surname that I'm carrying and so mm-hmm. on. Why is it such an important thing? 
Well, it, it is because, you know, you are not just head. You, you have a history, you know, that's a narrative of your life. You, you just didn't land here. So you, you, you want to know your beginning and you, you, so that when you move forward and have your family, your tree is uninterrupted and it's truthful to where you come from. You, you know what I mean? I mean, if you buy a car, a second-hand car, it'll say who the previous owner was. You know what I mean? If you're a guy who works at some shopping center and you do stock taking, why wouldn't you do that with human beings that you bring? Why wouldn't you be accountable for, for the life that you produce in this world? Mm. You know, I, I want to know who, who do I look like, I laugh like, reason like, uh, my hands, my walk, my intelligence. You know, I, I want to know where I get that from. Now, I know we have to let you go soon, Namrod, yeah. but uh, just give us a sense uh uh, on your show, what what is the craziest uh, scenario that's happened uh, on on one of your shows? Where where oh, even where even you are like, I know, <laughs> I, 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 I am now, I, I now, I want to give you a hand, my father, my 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 friend. You have outdone yourself. <laughs> you know, it's not crazy as much as it is sad mm. that you you know a man would say his. Three children are not his all his life, and he goes and tells the neighborhood that this woman was sleeping around. These are not my kids, and everyone looks at those kids in that way. And finally, when it's proven wrong, those kids want to take those results and put them on poles around the same community wow. to say, see, look, look, we are his kids. Mm. You know, treat us with respect. It's always shocking to see that. You know, it's very, 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 very sad. That actually, the families that go through that. Have you have you ever been in a scenario where you just wanted to, you know, in 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 in, in township lingo, we say, "Hotswara, one of these dads got washing," and and just to say, "Hey man, hey man, hey man," you know, you, you know, know where where a guy was just being was just acting shiman, so to speak, about yeah. about about this. I guess when you grow up and you you more wise on conflict resolution. You know, I cannot let my frustration uh, interfere with what I'm trying to do. Yes, I look and I say, but guys, oh, why would you do this? Though? Why would you even have me doing this show with you? You know, you could have solved this guy, you know, mm. but you try and step back and just get to the bottom of the truth and get a balanced view of what is going on. Now, <clears throat> the, the, the image that we would have is that this is happening in poor communities, um, and and so on, and I'd love to get your sense on the impact of poverty on this. But <clears throat> we know that uh, here in in Gollywood, um, you know, celebrities and so on. This is yeah. this is this is rampant. What are some of the conversations in your celebrity circles? Because I know you move you move quite well around those uh, about just celebrities also just taking responsibility and being the role models for this. So we're seeing a, a story after story about Babkheld yeah. and, and yeah. so on. Yeah. What even yeah. even amongst these people who are supposed to be informed, who are supposed to have money, this is an yeah. issue. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we go back to, to, to accountability. We just go back to doing the right thing. We're going back to... Hello? Okay, so we lost we lost Nimron Kosi, the, the, the host of Utatako. Hey, it's a, it's, a closer, it's a closer thing and I'm not very... I'm not, my enunciation of closer is Utatako, your father. Um, and it speaks to what we're speaking about today. Um, the, the who's your daddy? Uh, the role of fathers and the absence of fathers. Now, what I find interesting in that whole thing is just uh, how 
it seems it would appear that this is a black problem and mm-hmm. and i wonder and if there's if there's anybody out there uh, a white person who who has an experience in the white community about it i'd love to hear it you know we is this just a problem amongst is this just a problem amongst black people or does is is this also a rampant issue amongst the white community? And how does it manifest uh, within the white community? I, I think one of the things that Nimrod said, which, which, which stood out, was that men need to take accountability. On the flip side, though, um, there's, there are those who would say, yeah, but women have a role to play and women uh, do impact on these things. You know, uh, there are men who, there are women who have said, look, or men who have said, I've tried to be involved in my children's life and, and, and the mother just won't let me. She is so bitter at what happened between us, um, that she is not, she is not allowing me to be part of my, of my children's life. And then the question is then, what is the impact, um, on the children? What is the impact on how they are raised and what is the impact on, um, on, how they how they perform in society. To speak about that, we've got uh, we've got Dumi Fraser. Um, Dumi Fraser is a motivational speaker. Uh, she's an author, and she has she has quite a lot to say on this issue of fatherlessness. Uh, Dumi Fraser, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for coming um, onto the show, Dumi. Um, so we're speaking. The question is, who's your daddy? Uh, how important a question is that uh, in today's society? Who's your daddy? That question is actually very critical. In fact, you know, I, w- I would like to just quote, um, quote uh, President Obama, who says, fathers are all the rocks upon the rocks upon which we build our lives. So, you know, fatherhood these days is what the world is crying out for. Uh, because children are wounded, and uh, we must always remember that, um, you know, hurt people hurt people. So if children are wounded, they are likely to wound others, and then the, you know, the circle just continues. So, so you speak about you speak about uh, this the rocks on which we build society and and fathers being that. Uh, now that is that is very philosophical and so on. What are the practical ways in which we see uh, the role of fathers being important in society? Is that just something we say because it's it's nice to say, or you know, are we seeing the practical impact of of of, of fathers and fatherlessness? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are so many studies that have actually captured the actual statistics. You know, this is not something that we kind of thumb sucking. And I think um, in these days it, it has become prevalent uh, or a norm that um, children are raised by single parents. You know, we see this on a daily. And, um, and also we have seen the results, you know, um, according to South African Institute of Race Relations, um, they have put all the stats out there, in, 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 as well as the social ills that are caused by father, fatherlessness. You know, this ranges from um, children, you know, growing up with substance abuse or looking out um, into those areas, violence, crime, teen pregnancies. And this affects both, you know, men, young men and young women, girls and boys, because, you know, they need the fathers to be there to validate um, they, who they are, you know, uh, their identity. Otherwise, they're going to look elsewhere, and in those places, tend to be the wrong ones. 
unfortunately. Uh, we, we, we live in a generation, and you being a, a woman, um, we live in a generation where we hear a lot of, 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 of young ladies saying, you know what, I actually don't want a man. Uh, I just want a sperm donor. Um, I can do this on my own. Who needs a man anyway? Um, wh- what do you say to that? Well, you know, um, I, I agree. Unfortunately, you know, the world we live in these days, um, you know, it's, it's like a disposable society, um, which is geared towards comfort and quick fix solutions. Um, not taking into consideration the consequences of the decisions that we make, you know, just focusing on our own, satisfying our, no, our own needs temporarily. So I think that, um, you know, we got to look at the bigger picture. You know, of course, women, we as women are um, as guilty as charged as well. Um, you know, so when you look at the consequences of what that does to the children, the very same child that you're going to bring onto this world um, with, with, with a donated sperm um, will need a father. Um, you know, there's, there's so much that we can do, whether we like it or not, as women. You know, especially for boys, including girls, though, because the relationship that the girl has with a father um, almost determines the relationships that she's going, the type of relationships she's going to have with other men, you know, in future. So, and and we just got to be cognizant of the fact that some of our decisions actually affect lives and societies at large. So it's not really about what we want, what we're going to satisfy right here and right now. So, so are you saying then that it, it's selfish uh, of, of of ladies who just want to, who just want a sperm donor and, and believe they can raise the, the child alone? Is it is it selfish to to say that? To the child, yes, because the child is being robbed of um, you know what what it really means. I mean, it's just like um, all other you know uh, broken marriages. Because if you think about it. We, we move from one marriage, and, and I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say, well, stay in a marriage, that doesn't work. However, there are always consequences. So people have a right to choose, you know, how they want to live their lives, what they want to do. And uh, however, there are, as I say, there are consequences such as those. So, you know, you say, well, what, what is more important, um, the, your, you know, the child or what your needs are? Because, of course, when you think, I want a child, it's like a position. You know, sometimes you become so broody and say, why do I want this child? Is it in the best interest of this child? Am I able to give them all that they require? Um, because sometimes it's not just like, okay, I'm financially viable and I can take care of this child. Um, unless you have in place um, the role model, you know, a father figure of some sort who will actually uh, model what a good father looks like, then maybe, yes, you can go ahead and do that. But without that completely then, you know, there are going to be some consequences for, for the child in future. Let me enter, on that note, let me enter maybe what might be a controversial space. So um, mm-hmm. things like, things like uh, gay marriage uh, have been, uh, are, now, are now part of the law. Um, gay people can also uh, adopt children. Um, so lesbian couples uh, can adopt children. Uh, do you, is there, is there an impact in that scenario where two ladies want to raise? I mean, there've been arguments about, look, would you rather have the child not be in a stable family or, or be raised by, by, by two loving mothers? Um, what is the impact of that? Do you, do you, do you think that is a positive step for society or, or do you think we are moving backwards? 
Um, you know, that that question, you know, going into the gay marriages, etc., tend to be very sensitive, as, as you know. Um, and I would say um, if the two, I mean, if you raised by the two mothers, um, just going back to what I said earlier, some of the gay parents also have other, you know, uh, different, um, you know, uh, friends from other different, you know, males or females that may actually come on board as one of the mentors or role models. But, you know, I think the effect is the same, you know, uh, because if you, if you grow up within a family of just girls or just being raised by a woman, you're still missing something. Or being raised by a father without, you know, you're missing something. So unless that is, um, there is something that is actually put in place to replace that, um, you know, but there are people who can turn around and say, hey, my child is well-rounded and there's never been any issues. And those statistics are very, you know, um, minor, really, mm. in comparison to uh, the challenges that we're facing as the society in South Africa and, you know, in the U.S., especially within the black communities. Now, you, you speak about this missing something. If we were to articulate, what is the something that you're missing? Just give me you know, break it down to me, like in practical terms, what am I missing um, if I don't have a father in my life? Um, first of all, let's, let's talk about a boy. When, when a boy grows up, um, of course, they want, you know, they, they, they have important questions that they're asking. Who am I? You know, um, uh, what, 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 what is a man? What is my worth? And, um, and, and, and the kind of things they do, and I suppose that is why they play the way they do with their fathers. You know, you go up the mountains, you, 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 you play rugby or you chuckle down, you roll down, you do all those kind of things. That's the masculinity that is behind, you know, uh, the boy and what he needs in his life. And, um, and, and of course the girl, you know, the father becomes like a hero. You know, you just want to be, it's like, I just want to, a man like my father, if he's a great man. And the opposite side can actually say, well, I actually don't want a man like my father or like my brother. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have had conversations with women. Every time I go speak elsewhere and I ask um, a lot of women, irrespective of color or stature or, you know, financial standing, and say, well, will you marry uh, somebody like your brother or somebody like your father? And the majority of them will say, well, no. Because they don't represent what I think um, a good father or you know should be. So if we now see that we saying you know um, that's not what a good father is like, and and the consequences are such that okay, um, if I don't have that, uh, what what will model? And that is why the boys will then uh, gravitate towards people who validate their masculinity and and who they think they are, like gangs. You know, being bad, being, mm-hmm. you know, uh, are those kind of things. Because then you say you have a distorted uh, view of what a man or masculinity is like. So those are some of the effects that, that, that you know, um, are, are there without the right role model who actually, um, you know, models the kind of behaviors that, is, that are associated with a good man. Let's talk. You spoke about the boys. Let's talk about the girls. What's the impact of fatherlessness on girls that you that you have seen? On girls, uh, promiscuity would be one of them. Um, teen pregnancies, um, because then girls also, uh, because you you know I, I I've worked with young women 
myself uh, as a mentor and a coach. And these are the kind of things that come through from, from a girl who either never had any father figure or have been abused um, early in their lives that they, you know, their own perception of who they are as well. Because remember, uh, when a father says to you as a girl, you are beautiful, you know, you, you, the fathers are the ones who teach us how we should um, allow men to treat us. And, and how our fathers treat us is, is kind of like a gauge and say, oh, my dad, my dad treats me well. My dad treats me like a queen. So therefore, it becomes a standard. And you don't settle for less because you've seen it in your life. You've seen a man do great things, buy you flowers, buy you whatever. You know, so when, when, when that is missing, you can quickly identify and say, hmm, well, um, I'm not being treated right here. But without the father who validates you as a woman as well and, 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 and builds your confidence, you're likely to, you know, gravitate towards sort of men and, and you, you mistake them being there as father figures and then you hold on to even relationships that don't work or abusive relationships because you just want this, 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 this you know, you have this hole that you never had. Um, you know, so, so these are types of, um, you know, challenges, social ills that we could find. And then, of course, teen pregnancy becomes that the resultant of some of the behaviors. But is that not uh, spurious, uh, to say the least? Because uh, we, we can we say for certain that teen pregnancy is a result of fatherlessness? Or is that just a matter of it's happening and one of the issues is uh, the fact that, that, that fathers aren't there? But it can't, it, it can't, it can't necessarily be uh, the, the only issue. Uh, how how, no, how how well do you know, how how certain are we that these these ills are connected specifically to the fact that uh, fathers are not present in these homes? I think you know when you look at research itself, these these um, stats come out very clearly. Um, in fact, let me give you um, you know a snippet of what uh, the um, South African Institute of Race Relations captured in in, in two thousand and nine. Um, Fifty. Fifty-six percent of uh, divorces uh, with children were published, and forty-eight percent proportion of the forty-eight percent of that uh, represented uh, fathers who were absent. And say that again. Through that whole study, so, so you said fifty-six percent of fifty-six percent of divorces mm-hmm. where parents had children were published. Okay, mm-hmm. in two thousand and nine, and. Forty-eight percent were proportion of children, you know, from the absent fathers. I'm I'm a bit confused. Can you you break that down for me? So 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 just 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 for my benefit, I'm just struggling to understand. So so you're saying that fifty-six percent of the divorces that were published, um, forty-eight percent of the divorces were caused by the absence of fathers. Forty-eight percent of of those. Who were, who were actually divorced, yes. where, you know, a portion of the children were from absent fathers who are alive, not the, the ones who have deceased. Oh, so 48% and, of, of divorces in that study yes, uh, yes. were the, the people that divorced were people who, so close to half of, of people who divorce uh, come from, from environments in which there's no father. Is that what, what the research right, is saying? Right, right. Okay. And, and, and it is through that studies that they then picked up all these social ills and said, okay, what happens then? What were the resultants? What are the behaviors that were, you know, um, seen given this whole thing? And, and of course, 
pregnancies, um, teen pregnancies were part of it, substance abuse, violence and crime, and also um, the fact that um, it is noted that when a father is present, there's some kind of uh, discipline that is, um, you know, in, in the house. So um, there's certain things that is, you know, certain decisions are made by the father in terms of okay, what time are you going to be home and all those things. So it, the study took that into consideration as well. So um, so we're not just saying, you know, I don't think they just said, well, teen pregnancy as that, but it can be caused by a whole lot of other things. However, in this particular study, it, it was, you know, one of the main um, outcomes. Yeah. And, 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 and there's quite a lot of research on this. If you look... Um one one of the studies says the results are nothing short of disastrous along a number of dimensions. Children's diminished self-concept and basic identity, compromised physical and emotional security, behavioral problem, problems, truancy mm-hmm. and poor academic performance. 71, right. per, 71% of high school dropouts are fatherless, uh, the study says. Mm-hmm. Delinquency right. and youth crime. 85% right. of youth in prison have an absent father. Promiscuity mm-hmm. and teen pregnancy is what you just said. Drug and alcohol abuse, homelessness. Ninety percent of runaway children have an absent father. Exploitation right. and abuse. Uh, a recent mm-hmm. study, a recent study reported that preschoolers not living with both of their biological parents are forty times more likely to be sexually abused. Physical health problems, right. mental health disorders, uh, life chances. Uh, fatherless mm-hmm. children are more likely to experience unemployment, have low incomes, remain on social assistance and experience homelessness, mm-hmm. future relationships, mortality. That is quite a list. Uh, now, it's a list now, of many things. Of, of right. many issues. Now, there, there's, mm-hmm. there's a single mother out there who is single, is a single parent, not by her own doing, uh, and, right. and, and not out of her, uh, not want, not wanting to try to build uh, a family, a two-parent family for her for for, for her children, and she's stuck mm-hmm. in. I mean, she is in that situation, and it is what it is. Uh, what do you say to somebody like that? Well, I would say to her that it's important to just seek out um, mentoring. I mean, I have a program for the very same uh, mothers um, who who do not have because I mean, we, this is a very high. Uh, figure we're talking about. And I think, um, you know, three years ago, I decided, you know what, as part of developing or empowering a woman, we got to try and put things in place to try and support the woman to raise the children, the boy child specifically. So there are various programs, including the one that I'm running called The Remarkable Young Men, where, um, you know, men are, uh, are, you know, matched with mentors who help them you know, who are almost like father figures, because remember, also mentors and people in your life don't have to be your biological parents, by the way, fathers. Um, you know, they are still good men, I believe, and um, you could identify either one of those or put the kids in, in programs like those where you get the help that you need as a woman. And um, and I think we all realize that, um, you know, we, we these are desperate times, and that require desperate measures. And, um, and these programs are now coming into play. So I think we need to get up as women and seek help and help our children. So obviously that's for mothers. But what if, what if at this age, I'm, I'm still, you know, I grew up, I might have grown up fatherless. Um, and, and, you know, it, my life is at it, as it is. Should I be, should I be searching for, uh, something 
to 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 fill a gap that I might not necessarily be aware of, or or am I fine? You know, if I've grown up without a father, I'm good. Uh, I know that uh, I know that I'm fine. Uh, do I just get okay. on with life? Well, the question is, if you say you're fine, if you are doing, um, you know, you are, if, because there, co- there are people who grew up without fathers who actually then make a conscious conscious decision to be good fathers to their own children, then that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. But then if, if you know, people are wounded in the process because they feel they missed something, um, there's a likelihood that they, you know, there will be a vicious cycle as well. And because, you know, you go into them, then you become an absent father. Because remember, fatherlessness is not just about the fathers who are not there. Some of them are at home, but passive, you mm. know, because we focused on building our careers and ended up and end up giving our children what we think they want instead of what they need. We're focused you on know? the we're so, focused on the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you know, so it goes both ways. It's not just about the fathers that are really not there. So if you know, because you know, you can say I'm fine, but you know what? You know, deep down, when you're not doing the thing, what you got to be doing, you will know that, and they will give the feedback. It's one thing for a child to say, "Oh, I hate you," because they act up from time to time, and you truly being there because we overcompensate for the stuff that we're not doing. Um, you know, because we're feeling guilty. But if you are fine because you know you are raising responsible adults, then that's great. To me, we're running out of time. Um, obviously, in 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 a, in a society like South Africa, uh, poverty is is a big issue, um, and we yeah. we hear of women who who, in inverted commas, make babies to earn grant money, um, in in an attempt to alleviate poverty. So so mm-hmm. I mean, number one, is that true? Uh, have in your observation, have you seen that to be true? And and secondly, you know, how do you deal with that? Because you know, it's it's a reality. Uh, there's an incentive to having kids, um, and whether the father is there or not. And and if I need to alleviate poverty, then why not? Well, you know what? I know the the, the reality is there. Okay, and those cases are there. Uh, in fact. I had a talk with uh, social development, um, social department to just, you know, understand if there is any program to get these women out of, you know, because unlike the U.S. where you, you, you get told that, well, you got to earn. If you don't go to work, you're not getting the money. You see, our system is very different because we just give them. But I was encouraged by the um, social development um, agency that they have programs to put these women off the, um, the, the, the support grant, and in fact, even go seeking um, jobs for them, you know, in the supermarkets and all of that. So there are those kind of programs that the government has put in place. However, you still find some of the women in those programs still say, well, I don't feel like getting up to go to work, <laughs> you know, because she knows that, you know, the money is coming, and it doesn't, it's not even a lot of money, but it's coming. So, and, and they still struggling with that kind of thing. So would we say then it's poverty or it is just, you know, a state of mind and, and decisions and choices that people make, mm. you know, because you're saying, well, I would rather, you know, have somebody give me the money than go work for it. Because those that are really uh, saying, you know what, if I had an opportunity, I'll go to work, they come off this and they, they, they succeed in these programs, but many don't. To me, so, you know, these are the dynamics that are there. We have, we have uh, remaining 30 seconds. Uh, final thoughts on this uh, from you. 
Final thoughts. Um, you know, the reality is that the world is crying out for good fathers. And, um, and I believe that fatherhood cannot be outsourced. Um, because without fathers, children are wounded. And always remember that hurt people hurt people. And the vicious cycle continues. Wow. Well, thanks a lot to me, Fraser, um, motivational speaker, a TV personality. You can catch her on SABC1. Dumi, what's the name of that show of yours? Oh, Making Moves. Making the, um, Moves, which making focuses moves. on, on yeah. young entrepreneurs between the ages of 18 and 35. Thank you very much for joining us, Dumi. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. Thanks. So, Chish, that's quite, quite, quite something. Um, Lerato, are you back with us? I'm here. So you are number one, you grew up fatherless until you were 17. Uh, number yeah. two, you are raising, uh, is it a baby daughter? Um, yeah. You are raising a baby daughter uh, with the father playing a role, uh, an important role, and you're actively seeking to get that, that father to play that active role in your daughter's life, uh, but you are not together. After this conversation, what is it that uh, has come from it? Um, I second to me when she says hurt people, hurt people. It's actually something that is so important that we as human beings need to realize that when you hurt one person, maybe not even realizing that you're actually going to create a huge impact on the hurt that it's going to like bring out to them. It really creates that thing that this person is going to feel that need or a crave to hurt another person too. And She's she's actually so right with everything she just said, you know, because honestly speaking, it was that type of thing that I grew up with that I'm hurt. Why on earth should I care about what other people think? Why on earth should I feel that I shouldn't be hurting other people, you know? You become insensitive to so many things. You become, basically become a delinquent, if I could put it that way, you know? And I think it's very important for parents to actually try so hard to actually make amends meet, you know, Whatever they have as problems between them, they should leave it there and not have the child involved. You know, parenting is not your relationship; you need to. It's the relationship you have together with the child. And however you want to try to run away from it, if you create a child, if you make a child, it's your responsibility to be there and make sure they grow up. And it's not always about the materialistic things. You know, like parenting is not money. Parenting is not buying a clothes. I mean, your child's Christmas clothes every year. Parenting is actually the valuable thing, you know, the thing that the soul is always lurking for. It's always that love that a child needs. And most people don't realize that it's so important, you know. Mm. Like you said, with the, the young girls who actually, like, have babies who get grant money, yeah, they're screwing themselves up. Yeah, They well, really are because it's, it's a hard thing to become a parent, you know. There's no manual to parenting, but yeah. it's hard to become a parent and it's even harder to become a single parent when you're young. Right. So so I have to start wrapping up. I see Miss Prue is here uh, coming up uh, at 10 a.m. with uh, Rookies and Rockstars. Um, mm-hmm. This has been quite an, an insightful an insightful conversation. Um, Lerato, final thoughts. Uh, you met your dad at 17. Um, how, how have you guys gone about trying to repair what was broken? And what do you say to those that say, ah, doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, do you think it was important? It made a difference. You were seventeen by that stage. Did it make a difference for you to find your dad in thirty seconds? It did. I grew up. You know, I appreciated life more. And the thing is, my dad was brave enough to actually allow me to have a relationship with his wife. 
where mm. now I have two mothers, and that's really important. I feel fathers should actually do that and not even make it between them and the biological mother's issue, but also involve the wife if there is a wife, okay. you know. Well, yeah. well, well, thank you very much. And thanks to everyone thank for listening. You. What a show. Um, so I'd just like to send a special shout out to Lerato Molebazzi, who was just Yippee. on the line with us. She's, 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 she's produced this show. Um, and, and of course, we've got Iris Klakavu as well. Uh, she's also yep. part of the production team. And then Sponiso Mube um, as well, who has been part of shaping this show. Without these guys, uh, this show would not have come together, man. So I really shout out to you guys. And a shout out to you, you for listening out there. Uh, I hope you've learned something. Uh, and we will see you next week again. Uh, all the best and go out there and change the world. Thank you, the Conza Show on cliffcentral.com.